Oh, hiya, pal. Welcome to the Sack Lunch Podcast with Matt and Matt. If you don't like that, you don't like Kings basketball. Welcome to the Sack Lunch Podcast with Matt and Matt, Episode 2. Matt Dimiteris here, sitting alongside Matt Smith. What's up, guys? Talking Kings basketball. Matt, we are 53 days away from official Kings basketball. Let's go. Um, That sounds so close. I'm excited. Can't wait. So 53 days from now, which is October the 23rd, the Kings will be traveling to Phoenix to take on the Suns. The Kings are actually undefeated against the Suns in season openers, and that's in 1974, 1994, and 2016. Do you think the Suns adding Ricky Rubio to their roster Mm. is enough to end that streak for us? Um, I hope not. I I would like to see a Kings win. I I think we're still a better team, but Rubio definitely improves their roster for sure. Um, you know, they have Kelly Oubre back. Maybe Aiden makes a second-year jump that we're hoping Bagley makes um, and that Fox made last year. So, yeah, it could be a tough game. Um, Kings were 3-1 and one versus the Suns last year. And if you remember that one loss that we had. I don't like remembering that one loss that yeah, we had. Uh, blew a 21-point lead in the second half. Um, Kelly Oubre, um, Maybe not even a household name to some, but he single-handedly destroyed us in the second half. He so. just went off. So we could have been 4-0, and so we kind of owned the Suns last year. And um, But yeah, they got some new, new faces, and uh, it could be a good game. Yeah, hopefully we keep that streak alive. Two days later, on October 25th, is our home opener against the Portland Trailblazers. Ooh, get your cowbells out, Kings fans. More yeah. cowbell? <laughs> yeah. Um, shoot. Yeah, Blazers. Um, well, they have, uh, they have Damian Lillard. Uh, CJ McCollum, I'm sure they're going to be there. Kind of a weird, uh, weird difference at center though. They have Hassan Whiteside instead of the the usual Nurkic. If you remember his his leg injury last year, he's not quite back from that yet. Yeah, Nurkic is still out, and I feel like Whiteside is a great rim protector. Um, tough big man to play against. He could provide a huge challenge for Deadman, um, but I'm hoping they pull that one off too. The Kings are 23 and 11 in home openers, dating back to 1985. So the Kings typically play pretty well in home openers. Portland's a tough opponent, but hmm. hopefully we can pull it off. Yeah. Um, so you're saying there's a chance with a nice record there. Um, hoping so. Yeah. Uh, Kings were one and two versus the Blazers last year. Um, if you remember the first game we played against them, we really should have won. We lost a nine-point lead with under four minutes left. Uh, that was on New Year's Day, kind of a crappy way to start the new year off. Um, then we won the next game that we played against them in, in pretty convincing fashion. And um, the last game was kind of pointless. It was the last game of the season. Um, Lillard and McCollum didn't even play. Yeah, most of the starters weren't even playing that yeah. game. Our starters were, and we blasted them in the first half, and then Jaeger pulled the starters um, in the second half, and then the Blazers ended up coming back. But I don't really count that game as, as uh, legit. It's just all the, the bench playing against each other. Yeah. So that's the openers. Um, so let me ask you this, Matt. Hmm. The schedule dropped, I believe, on August 12th. Yes. When the schedule is released... What are the things that you look for? Are you looking on the schedule for Corliss Williamson bobblehead night? Are you, you know, are you looking for specific teams, specific opponents? Like, what what are you looking at when the schedule drops? I wish they had a Corliss Williamson bobblehead night. Um, <laughs> right. I, I would, I'd go to that one. Um, uh, I mean, there's a few things I, I like to look at. What 
games are nationally televised. Um, this year when the schedule dropped, I looked and I said, oh, we have zero TNT games, which is kind of disappointing. Nothing TNT. Um, yeah, we have one nationally televised game. Um, when is that one, Matt? That's uh, March 11th against the Pelicans, so that's when we get to, to see Zion on Ooh, ESPN. Yeah, the promised one um, on ESPN, yeah. Um, Pelicans, they got some new guys. Um, they had J.J. Redick, um, added Derek Favors, um, obviously Zion. They still have Drew Holiday. Could be a good game. They're going to be better this year, I think. Yeah, they're going to be a, a good team for sure. And we do have seven games on NBA TV this year, which... I think it's pretty cool. I know that last year um, there was a lot of comments and posts about by non-Kings fans mm-hmm. stating that they enjoyed watching the Kings on NBA TV due to their fast style of play. Do you think that that style will keep up this year? I know that Luke Walton has said that he wants to spread the, the floor, shoot a lot of three-pointers, but he also is focusing on defense. I read something that said that um, he, you know, he, the defense wins championships and that he, he actually starts practice every day working on defense. So that's I don't know good. if that's going to, I mean, that's a good thing for the Kings. Do you think it's going to slow down the pace? Do you think it's going to make yeah. it a different brand of basketball? Well, I hope not too much because Darren Fox is the f- fastest person on the planet, in my opinion, but <laughs> at least in the NBA. Um, and so we got to play fast to play to our strengths, but, and defense um, can create fast breaks as well. So. Right. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, Hopefully we can find a happy balance there. Definitely. So we've got the one ESPN game and the seven NBA TV games, Mm -hmm. right? So what else are you looking at in the schedule? Well, I mean, of course we got to look for when... uh when big, uh, you know, LBJ comes into town, Lakers. Lakers, always looking for the Lakers, right? The rival. Um, so it looks like uh, November 15th, we're at L.A. Hmm. Um, February 1st, we play them in Sacramento. Okay. April 4th, we play them in Sacramento. And then April 14th, we're down in L.A. again. Uh, so a lot of late games in the schedule there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, always good when we play the Lakers. Get up for those games. Um it kind of sucks that the Laker fans kind of crowd up the Golden One Center. Um, I wish there was a way that we could stop them from buying like tickets. Screen them or something? Something, yeah. Um, but, you know, Kings fans, represent. Get your tickets now for those games. Last year we were 1-3 versus L.A. Not the best record. Um, if you remember that first game we played, um, there was a lot of smoke in the air from that, that sad fire and, and paradise. That's right. Um, and it was actually filling the arena, and the players even commented after the game. They were like, that affected us. Um, well, that can't be healthy to inhale that. No. It was, yeah. So, I mean, that we lost that one. We didn't play good at all. Um, second game, the bogey game. Bogey. Uh, for the win, uh, and, you know, Grant and Doug went viral. Then the uh, third game we played, the Lakers, we were, we were about tied at half. And they went on in a plus 11 in the fourth quarter and kind of got us there. Um, so that one slipped away. That's right. And then there was that final game against the Lakers last season where we ended up losing by five. That was on the second half of a back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, but that was another one where the Lakers outscored us by 11 in the third quarter. So right. just a tough loss. Yeah. So we got, we got the Laker games pegged. We mm-hmm. got the televised games pegged. What? What else? Anything else you're looking at? I like to look at the uh, the Warrior games. Warriors, um, other local team. Yeah. We got, a, let's see, December 15th, our first game versus the Warriors. We play at Golden State. Um, then on uh, January 6th, guess who returns? 
Willie's coming to town. Your boy. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. You going to be there to boo him? I don't know if I'll boo him. I think I'll just hope that dead men and homes just, you know, destroy him. Yeah. What if he gets like a triple-double or something? That, that's just nonsense. That's <laughs> Maybe not like happen. 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 turnovers. Yeah. That's possible. Um, yeah, the, the Warriors look a little different this year. Um, D'Angelo Russell, no Kevin Durant. So I don't think they're going to – well, they're definitely not going to be as good this year. But yeah, they still got Curry, still got Draymond, but obviously playing without Clay. You know, Cousins is gone, Durant's gone. Right. Uh, d- different Warriors for sure. You yeah. know, I think that uh, they might be underestimated a little bit because you can never count Steph Curry out, but uh, definitely a different look from the Warriors this year. Yeah, and last year we were 0-4 against them, so only room to improve. Yeah, definitely. So looking at a few splits at the schedule, mm-hmm. um, I-, I like to kind of break the, the schedule down. The-, the most obvious one that I want to look at first is home and away. Right. So last year the Kings were 24 and 17 at home. That's not a terrible record, but when you look at the West, only four other teams in the West had fewer home wins than the Kings. Mm. Um, so it was the same as, you know, a, a comparable team would be Dallas was also 24 and 17 at home. Right. Now the best home record in the West last year was Denver. Uh, they were 34 and 7. I think that would be a little ambitious to shoot for that. But I feel like we need to improve yeah. at home this year. I agree. I mean, you think back to when you know the Kings were dominant in 2001, 2002, 36-5 um, at home. So Arco is rocking. We need to get Golden 1 center rocking, uh, get the crowd going. Kings can feed off that energy. I want defense all four quarters, Matt. Yeah, Coach Walton agrees. What Do you, th- do you think Slamson needs to do his part, too? Yeah, um, and the dunking ushers. Make every dunk, please. Um, Make that it happen. Helps. Yeah. Uh, I think if we get that killer instinct going that other teams have, um, you know, we can just put teams away, bury them. Uh, we can't be getting down 15 and try and come back every time. You're not going to be very successful that way. Right. So um, our record versus the West last year, let's talk about that. We were 21 and 31. And what scares me about that is that the Western Conference did not get any easier this year with some of the players coming over to the Western Conference from the East. Right. Um, I, I think that 500 would be a good goal to shoot for. Mm-hmm. 26 and 26, um, I think, would put us on pace for the 45-46 wins that we're going to need to maybe make the playoffs. Do you think that 500 is a realistic and attainable goal? That would be awesome. Uh, I, I think as a Kings fan, I'd be pretty... I'd be pleased with that yeah and i think it's within the realm of possibilities i think it's possible that the kings do that yeah Uh, but we definitely can't go 21 and 31 again Uh, east east record how are we doing matt the east we were 18 and 12 last year now obviously the eastern conference is the weaker of the two conferences Uh, i'd say that's closer to where we needed to be uh what do you think 20 and 10 um yeah well 20 and 10 would be that would be a two-game improvement. Not bad. If we did 20 and 10 and then 26 and 26 versus the West, we would have the, the 46 win number. That would be right there. Um, if we do the 50 wins, like I uh, guaranteed, uh, we would need you know to, to be a little bit better. Right. Hey, make it happen, Kings. If we're 26 and 26 versus the West, we should be better than 18 and 12 versus the East. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So let's talk about the road for a minute. So last year, the Kings on the road were 15 and 26. Ouch. Yeah, not good. Well, I mean, the road is is never easy for anybody. Um, Typically, 
when you're on the road, your role players are not going to play as well. And on the flip side, the role players for the home team are going to play better. And so that oftentimes takes a, a toll and um, impacts the game pretty pretty big. Yeah, and there were only six teams in the entire Western Conference last year that had a winning record in, on the road. Uh, and the only team that was really well above 500 on the road was the Warriors. The Warriors were 27 and 14 on the road, which is pretty ridiculous that they were able to do that. Every other t- those other five teams in the West that had a winning record on the road were just a couple games above 500. Yeah. Um, another interesting stat um, uh-huh. is that you know the Kings struggled mightily last year on the second half of back to back. So when they played two days in a row. Yeah. Uh, they did not do very well last year. They did terrible. Um, yeah. So they were actually 4-10 and ten, uh, when they played two days in a row. That second day, they were 4-10. and ten. So on zero days rest. Zero days rest, 4-10. and ten. Yeah. Um, when they had one day of rest, they were 27-20. and 20. Okay. Okay. So that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, two days, they were 8-9. and nine. Mm-hmm. And three days they were zero and three. Maybe they partied a little too hard. I don't know. Yeah, coming a little rusty, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little rust to shake off. So not great. So it looks like um, one and two days rest is when they were the strongest. But uh, those back to back sets are always challenging. They are. I mean, they're challenging for every team. But I just remember last year specifically for us, we didn't just you know lose. 10 of those 14 games, we lost them bad. Yeah, they were um, not pretty. Like, you know, and and a lot of that, I think, did have to do with our run-and-gun style. You know, we, we can run the team out of the gym, but then the next night, our legs are gone. Right. Um, so maybe we can work on that. Um, yeah. Come on, Walton. Yeah, save us, Luke. So, Matt, I'm going to go... I'm going to go money ball on you here for a second. All right. I found kind of a random stat, because that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And I found... The breakdown by day of the week of the Kings record last season. Okay. So I want you to take a guess of what the Kings' best day of the week was last year to play games on and then what their worst day was. Hmm. Best day. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with worst day because I think that's an easy answer. Okay. Um, Saturday because here's my theory. Willie Cauley-Stein partied on Friday, hung over on Saturday. Worst game, uh, worst day of the week to play on for us is Saturday. I like it. When in doubt, blame Willie. However, our worst day was actually Wednesday. We oh, were f- my gosh. So Saturday we were 7-6 and six last year. Yeah. Uh, Wednesdays we were 4-9 and nine last season. Mm, they must have had drink specials for Willie on Tuesday nights then. <laughs> Happy hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what about the, the best day? Uh, give me Thursday. Thursday, no, we were five and six on Thursday. Believe it or not, the Kings' best day last year was actually Mondays. They were eight and four on Mondays, which is so most people hate going into the office on Mondays. The Kings, right. not so much. It sounds like. Yeah, go figure. They did not have a case of the Mondays. No, the Kings' opponents had a case of the Mondays. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that was just kind of a random stat. But uh, one thing I did want to point out was last year. Pre and post All Star break. Hmm. So the Kings before the All Star break, thirty and twenty seven. Okay? Feeling good. Yeah. Three games above five hundred. All right. right. After the All Star break, nine and sixteen. Oh my gosh. What do you think happened there? Well, for one, our strength of schedule got more difficult, so that could always you know skew things a little bit. It was bit. rough down the stretch. Um, 
if you remember, we traded Amon Shumpert um, close to the All-Star break. and So lost some defense yeah, there. Yeah, and even though we got better talent-wise with Harrison Barnes, um, I, I think the guys really like Shumpert and, and you know kind of some of his swag that he brought to the team. Um, He's a solid defender, too. Yeah, and, and that you know, probably took a little bit of time to get over. Um, and then anytime you add new players, it's hard to get the chemistry going right away. Right. And by then, you know, once you get it going, it's, the season is almost over and it's too late. And also, I mean, we got a lot of young guys. Um, you know, maybe they choked a little bit down the stretch knowing that they were in a playoff hunt. Yeah, maybe just ran out of gas a little bit, just lost the ability, it seemed like, to finish games when it counted. And I, I agree. I feel like they just kind of choked a little bit down the stretch. I think that's definitely an area that we can look to improve on this year, though. Absolutely. So let's take a look at a couple of key stretches and road trips. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first key stretch that I see is... Uh, October, November, and then into into December. It's, so October through December 9th. It's, it's a tough schedule. So 15 games in that stretch are against playoff teams. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, and eight games are versus teams that theoretically we should beat, although no game is easy in the NBA. Should be able to beat. Okay. Yeah. So that's the first key stretch. Then you've got January and December. It lightens up a little bit. Um, there's eight games that we should be able to win there. Um 11 that I feel like, you know, maybe we have a really good chance to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like there's some tough games as well. Yeah, there, there's a, to round it out, there's 11 other games that are against very good teams where we we got to bring our A game there. Yeah, definitely. So first couple months of the season, pretty tough. Second couple months, lighten up a bit. February and March, the schedule looks fairly balanced. Mm-hmm. April is tough. April's brutal. So seven games against elite, just top-end teams. Listen to this, Kings fan, or if you want, close your ears. Um, San Antonio, Los Angeles Clippers, Los Angeles Lakers, Cleveland Cavaliers, okay, San Antonio Spurs, Minnesota Timberwolves, that's at Minnesota. We never play well in Minnesota. No, at Denver, at LA Lakers, at home against Golden State, season's over. That That's rough, and, and San Antonio you might not initially be afraid of, um, but at the end of the season, I just anytime you're going against Popovich, I, that still makes me nervous. Yeah, they always find a way to click at the end. He knows how to rest his guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that's going to be tough. Tough way to end the season for sure. Um, let's talk road trips. Okay. So November 22nd to 27th, we've got Brooklyn, Washington, Boston, and Philly all on the road. That is not an easy road trip. No, I mean... Never I mean, it easy. starts out a little bit easier, but... Yeah, never easy when we go that far east. For some reason, we don't play very good in Washington, uh, even though they're not a good team. Um, we lost out there last year. Um, and then Brooklyn is nice to have Kyrie this year. Yeah, um, luckily, Durant yet, at least. Luckily, but... yeah. Um, and then Boston, always tough. Philadelphia is Those gonna are going to be tough. Yeah, they, they should be really good this year. So then in early December... Uh, the 4th through the 9th, we've got another road trip. We've got at Portland, at San Antonio, at Dallas and Houston. So we go up to Oregon, oh then we gosh. swing down for the Texas tour. Yeah, the, the gauntlet. Um, oh. So at Portland is always difficult. At San Antonio is always difficult. Um, and then you got Dallas. They have Porzingis they added this Porzingis, year. Yeah. Donkic's probably only going to get better. And then um, Houston... Might yeah, they've well got just, Westbrook now. Houston oh. might as well just be a scheduled loss, and we cannot beat them. Yeah. 0-4 last year. I know. Um, James Harden just 
cooks on us. Yeah, so that's going to be another tough road trip. And then uh, the final one that we were taking a look at was January 18th through 27th. We go at Utah, Miami, mm-hmm. Detroit, Chicago, and the dreaded Minnesota once again. Yeah, we're kind of all over the place on that one. I mean, you start in Utah. a lot Utah, of traveling, right? Yeah, and, and uh, I was reading something on fan site, and it said the Kings will travel the third most miles in the NBA this year. Mm. Uh, only, Hopefully that doesn't take its toll. Yeah, only Phoenix and Utah will travel more. Okay. So, hey, let's go, though, right? Yeah. So, Matt, we've broken down the schedule. Mm. Final thoughts? Still got us winning 45. Um, if we can get through that first quadrant at 500, I think the rest will be, will be a nice season. I agree completely. I'm loving Walton's style, wanting to spread the floor, shoot threes, and play defense, and we added some players that are perfect for that role. So I'm yeah. liking it. So let's go ahead and jump into some news and notes with a little who's doing what. Wait, what? News? All right, so who's doing what? Little news and notes. Matt, so Dwight Howard has Mm -hmm. once again joined the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, round two, Dwight. Uh, No guaranteed money. Uh, He'll start earning October 21st at just under $15,000 a day. Lakers looked uh, like a really good roster if this is 2008. Yeah, it feels like a depth <laughs> play to me. We'll see how long this actually lasts. So, right. so sportsline.com, the schedule dropped, okay. and they came out with a simulation model where they simulate every game 10,000 times, which seemed a little bit odd to me at first, like wouldn't it be the same result, but I'm only assuming that they have some sort of algorithm that adds variables in. Maybe they factor in injuries and whatnot. Or trades or something like that, yeah. Yeah, roster moves. So they've simulated every game of this season 10,000 times to try to give what they feel is an accurate projection for wins. They have the Kings at 34.9 wins, which... They have them finishing 11th in the Western Conference this year. What do you you think about that? Well, the haters are going to hate, Matt. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You'll feel even better when the Kings get the 8th seed this year? Yeah, let's prove them wrong. I mean, in a way, that's that's good because uh, I'm sure the Kings look at all those things, uh, you know, the players and coaches, and that could only motivate them, so... Yeah, we'll see how accurate this model actually is. It's kind of cool that they do that, but I'm hoping that they're wrong on this one. Yeah. Um, Last bit of news. Marvin Bagley, Matt, uh, released a rap album called Big Dreams. And uh, I listened to it on the way home from work the other day, and it's not half bad. Yeah, what'd you think of it? Um, You know what? I mean, it's it's not like it's, you know, on Snoop Dogg's level or anything, but he has definitely has some talent, has a good sound. good content most of it's clean um i liked it uh compared to other nba players it's really good too what about lillard how's he stack up uh he's still got some work to do all right we'll keep working at it all right well that's all the news and notes for this time please remember to follow us on twitter at sack lunch podcast and follow us rate and comment on the podcast we very much appreciate it that's all we have for this time until next time i'm matt he's matt and this is the sack lunch podcast